Hello and welcome back to the Accommodation Show. We help accommodation owners like you get the knowledge and skills that you need to grow your business, improve your guest experience, and increase your profitability. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the Accommodation Show. I'm really pumped this week as we are joined by the wonderful Alvin Cavalier. He's also known as Coach Cav. He runs a business called Your Space STR. He's been in this industry for a little while, and he is an absolute legend. I'm so glad to welcome you to this uh, to the show. Welcome, Mr. Coach Cav. <laughs> Mark, thank you, thank you for uh, for the warm introduction and just. For, for your listeners, uh, I, I do go by Coach Cav, but I don't do much coaching, uh, but it sounds good. It rhymes, right? Coach Cav, so we we stuck to it. Well, look, um, look, I know that you don't do any, like, you might not do coaching as such, but you are a mentor and you are someone in the industry that's kind of a thought leader that shares your expertise and your thoughts. So in that way, you are doing a bit of coaching, right? It, it It's a different brand, yes. So it's not, you know packaged in in some program that you know says coach calf it is just given back to the community uh in in a very spirited way so uh, the, the coaching happens informally throughout uh, social media or or consultation calls so that's why i'm drawn to you um i've known about you for maybe a year and a bit now and i've seen you put a lot of value into the community in your facebook group and I know what you do in your business, and I'm going to get you to introduce that in just a second. Um, but what I'd really love to know um, is what your background is, how you got into this space, and I guess what you're doing um, in the vacation rental, short-term rental, Airbnb space at the moment. Yes, yeah, certainly. So uh, my, my background, I'm, I'm actually active duty military. Uh, I have a full-time uh, day job serving serving the country, and I've been invested in real estate for the better part of 10 to 12 years, and uh, I like to say I stumbled upon Airbnb a couple years ago or short-term investing in short-term rentals a couple years ago through a good friend uh, who was out in New York uh, investing. She gave me a call. She said, hey, Cav, I think you, you this may interest you. Uh, you know, send me some numbers. Let's take a look at it. Uh, the numbers made sense. Uh, three weeks later, I found myself investing in my first short-term rental. I phoned a couple friends. Uh, three months later, we were up to six, and then uh, so the story goes. So, I, I like to say I stumbled into it because uh, it wasn't by way of of a podcast. It wasn't by way of a bunch of YouTube videos. It wasn't by way of uh, a an app like Clubhouse, uh, and I didn't read a book. It, it was all uh, trial and error, uh, operating from the confines of uh, Louisiana uh, uh, into investments out in New York and then DC and some other uh, areas that were uh, quite far away. So uh, we we stumbled into uh, what what we do, and uh, that uh, quickly uh, turned into uh, somewhat of a a gold mine. We figured out that uh, the investments in short-term rentals uh, had a much better uh, track record than our traditional long-term rentals. 
So we focused a lot of our efforts uh, over that next two, first two year period on <clears throat> trying to understand uh, not only the data uh, behind what we were doing, uh, but how to grow. Uh, and we focused uh, on remote operations simply because we felt that uh, being too close to the problem would uh, inhibit our ability to, to be efficient. And, you know, I know it's not the gold standard, but um, so tell me, let's, I'm, I'm going to go, sorry to interrupt, I'm going to go straight into it. So I'd love to, to, to understand that, that uh, what you just said, you said that um, you're more efficient if you can be, have a wider network um, of properties. Um, can you just kind of go into, into what you mean by that? Yeah, so the, the thought behind that was that uh, if you look at any uh, Fortune 500 company or any successful company, uh, you'll never find their CEO uh, close to uh, the problem that's happening at the store. So what we came to understand is that we have to be focused on the framework and not so much solving the problem but making sure we put the right people in between us and the problem, which simply means uh, we had to build systems and processes that work and put the right people into those systems and processes, and then that would enable us to, to do this efficiently from anywhere. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, that makes complete sense. Um, great. Now, I feel like I interrupted uh, the journey or the story. Feel free to pick up or I can go with my next question if you like. <laughs> sure. So, um, as we built out over that two-year period, again, you know, we were focused on uh, understanding the data, and then uh, what what happened the uh, preceding two years leading up to now was um, we sought to provide the the market or the industry with uh, a turnkey solution, which we. <clears throat> We now come to understand that every market deserves uh, a turnkey solution. So our goal uh, was to uh, marry up what we were doing with uh, when uh, Airbnb was uh, going to go public because what we do understand is that in the vacation rental market uh, with short-term rentals, uh, all the, of all the major players, uh, Airbnb has a... Uh, a stakeholder and uh, probably the most popular name. So understanding that was on the horizon, uh, we started out about two years ago, uh, beta testing, if you will, uh, what this would look like to, to package an investment and get it in front of an investor with the resources, an interior designer, a technical install uh, team, and a back-end management and and see what it looked like so that uh, two-year period we started to to build out i think somewhere between six to eight uh, of these and by the time we uh we hit six through eight uh, we were uh, starting to roll with a great degree of efficiency and <clears throat> and officially uh, this year in january we launched uh, our turnkey uh, program which is where we currently hang our hat uh, and, and what that looks like is we, we simply take uh, short-term rental investments and we package them up and we provide investors with an easy opportunity to invest in 
short-term rentals without doing any of the work because we take care of all of the administrative overhead that's required, all of the design and install services, and all of the back-end management. And you put that together and uh, you give investors a true uh, turnkey or passive investment opportunity. Right, so effectively you guys are kind of coming in um, and taking care of a lot of the problems that come with getting into vacation rentals or into this space. So if you're an investor and you don't know too much about it, but you know that uh, this this industry makes sense, the numbers make sense, and you want to, I guess, dip your toe in, or even if you want to scale and you want to get a, a lot of properties, then you guys kind of offer it as a management service, but also as a service that will go and find the right investment opportunities to help these investors just get going, kind of plug and play without having to have a lot of the stress and the worries. Is, is that about right? Yes, that's absolutely it. And, and, and the method or the model we do that is, uh, it's not by uh, buying a ton of properties. Uh, we master lease, in this case, uh, homes and multifamily apartment complexes uh, from investors uh, for a minimum of three years, in some cases out to five years. And that allows us a room to bring investors into uh, these investments that we package for for the same amount of time. Amazing. So, look, I think that that part sort of is, is quite self-explanatory. And if anyone wanted to look you up, it would be relatively straightforward in the show notes. You can see what they do. And if you're an investor and if you need some help, then 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 they'll be able to help you. But I guess what I really want to know, and I think the audience can really benefit from is really understanding some of, I guess, your methodology in terms of, um, you know, how, how do you get started? How do you find the right location for your properties? How do you know that this is going to be a good area and not a good area? And how can you assure that it's going to work? Because, of course, there'll be some people that want to use your services, which are really great, but there'll be some people that will want to do it on their own as well. And they'll be sitting there right now going, okay, I want to get into Airbnb or I want to get into vacation rentals. I, I understand there's different business models, but I just want to understand where do I get started? What about my locations? When you're out there and you're seeking locations and, and you're doing that kind of work, what kind of advice could you give to people that are getting started out or that are already in the space and looking to branch out? <laughs> that that's a great question, Bart. Because we, what what we've uh, come to know that uh, short term rentals it, it's a popular sport, right? And, and everybody's doing it. Um, and and what comes along with that uh, are risk, right, for investors. And uh, my my first bit of advice would be, uh, if you come across a program and someone's telling you that uh, you can uh, become a multi millionaire. Uh, by investing in this business with uh, with owning nothing or no money out of pocket, uh, go the other way uh, because they're, they're selling you a myth. Um, the, the the biggest thing here in in this case, uh, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about uh, value, right? And uh, as we we look at uh, this business, we tie it more to a traditional business, regardless of the market. Um, and it's simply to say that regardless of the market that you're in, uh, you have to understand uh, who you're serving, 
Uh, in this case, we call those our travel demographics and, and what they need. Uh, and we call that uh, value, right? And it's no different than any other, um, any other market. And for, for those of you that are out there, we had um, a popular store, a toy store uh, called Toys R Us. And we, we also had a, a popular um, DVD movie store called Blockbuster. They, they once ruled their market. Uh, it, it was where everybody went for Christmas uh, to get uh, Chris, kids' toys, and a Blockbuster was just a place to go on a Friday or Saturday night to, to, uh, to rent your favorite movie. Uh, those two businesses failed, and for a number of reasons, but uh, what we do know is they ultimately failed because they failed to offer the right value to their customers, meaning uh, Amazon, Walmart, Target to the world came uh, and moved toys into a digital age. Uh, toys of Rust didn't adapt, therefore they failed to offer the same uh, value over time, and blockbuster movies uh, failed victim to Netflix in the same capacity where Netflix brought uh, movies uh, online digitally sure. and Blockbuster couldn't adapt. So so key point here is that uh, those two businesses failed because they failed to offer value to their customers uh, over time. And we sort of look at this business from a start point uh, in the same light. And uh, our philosophy here is that uh, if you don't understand your uh, market demographics in terms of who's traveling, your travel demographics, and you can never understand what they need. So you can be uh, high on a particular location that's uh, downtown on the beach uh, in the best of locations, but if you don't understand uh, who you're serving and what they need, then you'll never offer them the right value. Uh, in their market. So this uh, simply becomes about data. Uh, data should drive uh, all of your decisions uh, that you make and that will ultimately help you uh, offer uh, the right value in, in a particular market that you're, you're looking at. So this is, this is a great segue and, and I love the, the data conversation or as you guys call it, data. Um, so w when, we, when we're thinking about the different data points that we're collecting, a lot of business people, they go with uh, experience and gut, right? So you know a market, you understand the industry, you've been doing it for so long that you might not be able to put it down on a piece of paper. It's exactly why you're making the decisions, but you know that you're doing them for, from that experience place. With this industry, it's, it's new. Uh, it's changing, it's evolving. Um, there are different data points that we're looking at. Uh, do you have like a list of all the different data points that you look at to, to make some of those decisions? We do. Uh, they, they are simply called amenities offered inside of any short-term rental platform that you, you go into. Um, and it, it, it's, it, it seems like it would be a rocket science answer, but it's not, right? Because the, the data that we need is actually right in front of us. And that, that's simply to say that uh, I can go inside of any short-term rental platform and uh, look, at, look at a market and uh, start to understand just by selecting through filters where the gaps exist in the market. And I'll give you a perfect, perfect example for a home that we 
I recently took on in Calgary, uh, Canada. Um, when the deal was presented, uh, it's a five bedroom home uh, that has the potential to sleep anywhere from 12 to 16. Uh, what we initially did was we went inside of uh, both Airbnb, VRBO, and we looked at uh, all of the four or five bedroom homes in the market. Uh, then we filtered down between 12 to, uh, to 14 uh, people, and then we started to filter down through the amenities. What that allowed us to understand was that at, at the end of that uh, market research and analysis, what we found out was that if we offer a home, if we put this home in a market that can sleep uh, 12 plus, anywhere from 12 to 14, uh, we uh, offer kid-friendly amenities, we offer uh, pet-friendly amenities, we have self-check-in, and uh, potentially an EV charger, we will have no market competition. So going back to the understanding uh, our traveler demographics, uh, in a market um, uh, comment earlier, uh, all that means is that uh, we'll, we'll have traveler demographics that are associated with each of those data points, right? Because you'll have a family that's traveling with kids, you'll have a family that's traveling with only pets, you'll have a family that's traveling with kids and pets. Oh, by the way, they may be driving uh, an electric vehicle. So what do you get here? Now you have uh, that traveler demographic or those traveler demographics that have unique needs they go in, they select those filtered items, and guess who shows up, right? Uh, you may be the only show in town. So that, uh, that data is what uh, you should uh, desire to get. So at the end of your market research and analysis, if you take nothing else from this conversation, you want to be one of a few in the market by the time you understand uh, what's missing in the market versus one of, of everybody else. And that's the way you ensure, right, that you are offering the right value in the market. And then you can then ensure yourself long-term sustainability uh, in, that, in that market. Okay, look, I, I, I absolutely love it. So what we're doing is we're going through and we're looking at our competitors in a marketplace. We're seeing what amenities aren't being offered. Um, it might be, uh, you know, different amenities, as you said. So it could be an EV car charger. It could be a swimming pool. It could be a barbecue facility. It could be a games room. Um, it could be just a view as well, right? So stunning views. That's something, the unique selling points that nobody else has. And one of the things I'm curious about is that um, when you're looking at these uh, amenities or these, these different things that people are looking for, or facilities mm -hmm. that they're looking for as well. How do you know, before you've even got into the market, what people are going to need? How do you know that people are traveling with pets to that particular area, for example, and you need to do pet friendly accommodation? How are you going to know that before you make the, the decision to either buy the property or co-host or to, to, mm -hmm. to, to lease it? How do, you, how do you figure out the guest part? Yeah, so so that that's a great question. Uh, so so two ways. One, uh, we we have uh, travel data uh, statistics that uh, are easily found on the internet. Uh, we we use those mainly for for smaller uh, cities that uh, don't have the travel throughput as a large metropolitan area. Um, for the larger 
uh, for the larger cities, there there are just some known commonalities, right? For you know a, a city of five million people, we know we're going to have uh, the single couple that will travel for uh, maybe a weekend getaway. We know we're going to have uh, the family with just a kid. We know we're going to have the families with kids and pets. We know in a city of five million, uh, we're going to have large families that come either for family gatherings or uh, they're just coming for uh, for a special event. Uh, now you get into specialty areas where you have to go to uh, some very specific websites to find some very specific data points, for example, uh, medical facilities. Uh, you have uh, you may have a medical facility, but uh, if you have a medical facility that's a training facility, then you have another demographic born of that, which are your travel nurses and traveling medical uh, professionals. And if you have a specialty care medical center, then you, you have another travel demographic, which are medical patients uh, that uh, typically come for, for long-term uh, treatment. So uh, understanding uh, what's provided uh, down to a T uh, becomes key in understanding uh, who those travel demographics are. And, you know, obviously, depending on the location, you've got the, the business traveler, so you can, uh, you can build to accommodate uh, the business traveler. And uh, there, there are a number of other um, uh, travel demographics that we, we source out. But uh, all, all that to say that uh, each of those travel demographics that exist, uh, they can be found uh, uh, on the internet, uh, mainly uh, through sites like TripAdvisor that help uh, uh, help you peel through data points of what's uh, what's happening and and, and what's popular, what's uh, what's unique to visit in in most uh, most areas. So, and that's right. So, as you said, so you can look at TripAdvisor. Google has done a really good job, and they've got a new travel uh, Google t- Travel Trends tool. I don't know if you've seen it mm-hmm. yet. Um, it's incredible. So that will tell you where people are coming from and uh, especially if they're coming from one area or another area and that can tell you an awful lot about what's going on, especially in, on a trend. So you can see that you know there's more people coming from a certain area and you can make a lot of assumptions and deductions from those data points. Um, there's also local tourism boards and over here we've got them um, and they or even from a the, from a, a national level there'll be lots of data coming through so getting access to that data and if you were to do a Google search you would just search uh, travel data tourism data and then that's going to start to give you ideas in terms of that demographic and now just be very yes. very conscious if you are looking at this we are talking about that kind of vacation trend you have people traveling for different reasons as well, which is mm-hmm. what Coach Cab just uh, alluded to as well, right? So it can be traveling nurses, traveling professionals. Um, you know, if they're building a pipeline locally, then there's going to be a crew that comes in and, and that's going to be a, a niche that you're working to as well. So are there any other data points that we need to be looking at? Um Outside the travel demographics and, and the amenities, and we, we have another category that we call uh, unique value. Uh, unique value, as we define it, is when you offer an amenity uh, or a specialty and you, you are competing uh, with you know, less than 1% of, of the entire market. And in most cases, those are some of your larger, uh, maybe more lux- luxurious uh, amenities and it, it could just be a luxury listing. 
that uh, has very high in furniture, uh, it's in a prime location, uh, you often won't uh, compete with the entire market for, for your, your, uh, your travel demographics. Uh, pools uh, and uh, hot tubs, uh, backyards that are built out for, for kids. Uh, it's never thought of, but I'll tell you, we've had a lot of success with, uh, with regular homes that we build out the backyards to accommodate uh, families with trampolines and uh, games, outdoor games, and uh, a hose pipe with uh, you know, water balloons and things of that nature. Um, but some of, those, um, some of those unique things, uh, like I said, a pool, a spa, EV chargers are, are one that's uh, becoming very popular these days. Um, um, the large travel groups, right? Uh, up to 16, I think, is the max that you can, you can list on most uh, short-term rental sites. Uh, but if you, if you have a space that can sleep up to, to 16 uh, people, uh, you certainly won't compete with anyone else in the market or less than 1% of that market for that uh, specific travel demographic. Um, so when you get into that unique value territory, that's when we uh, start equating that to uh, being able to uh, offer uh, more money yeah, based fun. on the value that you offer uh, in that market. And that, that's always our goal uh, in some capacity or some uh, shape, form, or fashion where we can uh, to not only offer value through the value gaps that are uh, identified early on, but uh, get to a point to where we offer, we're offering unique value in that market so that we can, we can then make sure our professional pricing strategy is tied directly to the value that we offer. And the, the point I'd like to make about that is uh, I always joke and say, Bart, that um, you, you can't outprice your value in the market, right? And, and that's just to say that we, we've probably all, all seen, you know, a new listing go up and uh, they, they price based on what they think their place is worth. Well, uh, that may be good for your first three bookings if you get uh, an, an early on discount. Uh, but after that, right, it's game time. Uh, and that's just simply to say that, you know, most people won't go in uh, a store and, and pay seven bucks for a candy bar. Right, because the, the value is just not there. But uh, if it's the only candy bar and, and you're hungry, right, on your road trip, then uh, that, that candy bar will, will then have some value. So that, that's simply the way we, we look at uh, uh, our, uh, our value proposition in, in a market. Amazing, 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 amazing. Some really good uh, tips and things for people to think about if they're kind of approaching this space and you know, what kind of data do we start to look at, especially if we're not looking at our own markets and where we're going into state or even international. Uh, I'm going to, as our time's going so quickly, I wanted to circle back to something that you had said before. Um, mm -hmm. And I think this might be quite interesting. You said, and it might not be verbatim, but you mentioned that, uh, I guess, the short-term rental, vacation rental game it, it's not new anymore. It's pretty competitive out there. I would love your thoughts on, on what you think is going on and if you're looking to get in, what you have to be careful of um, and you know what, whether you think or how you think the space has changed. Yes, so we, we, we hear the term uh, saturation or, you know, being tossed around and, and that's simply just to say that a lot of people are entering the, the short-term rental market because it is a popular sport. We've had um, a number of 
uh, operators that have uh, been very, very successful. And uh, as those stories are told, and you know the, the stories come out in, in books and magazines, uh, it piques interest, right? It piques interest for the 55-year-old that's looking toward retirement. It piques interest for the 20-year-old that doesn't want to work for anybody. Uh, so, so what you get uh, in uh, this at least bubble of, of popular sport, you get a lot of entry into into markets, and because the barrier in some cases can be pretty low, um, that just starts to uh, add add supply to the market. Now, um, I I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing because. Uh, Cav only believes that saturation exists at the bottom. So if we do uh, the proper market research and analysis uh, on the front end, then we, we will ensure that uh, we're not competing with everybody in the market again uh, for those uh, identified and specific travel demographics that we've, we've identified. And the second point to that becomes uh, how uh, professional are you of an operator? At the end of the day, uh, those that uh, come into the market or into the short-term rental game, uh, just because uh, it's a, a nice, hot, popular thing, uh, they will eventually uh, exit the market uh, because they they won't take the time uh, to uh, to build the requisite systems and and processes and, and make sure that they're putting the right people uh, in the right places in order to to effectively grow a business. So that, that bubble, uh, you know, there's a period that it's going to expand and get big, but uh, for those that uh, enter the market uh, the right way, uh, I just tell you to, to stay the course and, uh, and things, will, things will work themselves out. I think, I think you're absolutely right, and I think that as the industry has grown and as it has changed, um, the opportunity to make easy money has reduced. So therefore, you need to become better than other people to actually survive and get good at this game. And just to give everybody context, it is now 11.35 p.m. as we're recording this episode right now um, with, with Alvin. So uh, it's, it's, it's hard work. It's hard work. We work really hard to educate ourselves to implement the right systems, to make the right connections, to do this particular industry. It's not, it's not, hey, I'll just get an Airbnb and I'll make lots of money. It's not the way it works. There is a lot of opportunity, but you have to be driven, you have to be um, creative, and you have to think of new ways of doing things. And maybe not also following, There's unfortunately, the formula that worked two years ago is not going to work verbatim for yourself at this particular stage. So it's a, uh, go on. That's a great point and I'll interrupt you right there. It, uh, I, it, this is something I hold uh, very near and dear to my heart, but uh, I, I always say that the, the value uh, in your short-term rental uh, today is only as valuable as today. And that's because markets change, right? For the very uh, reason you were, uh, you were alluding to and you've always got to be cognizant of of who's coming to your market and i think if if you operate with the assumption that there are two to three new operators entering your market uh every every month it will prompt you to go back and reassess your market uh, assess 
the data points that you initially uh, came into the market with to see if they've grown or if they're shrinking, right? And that'll give you the, the right data uh, to, to help you sustain uh, your, your operations over time. Sorry, but I just wanted to make that point. No, no, it's great. And I'm glad that we agree, which is uh, always a good thing when I do these, uh, these episodes. Uh, but look, I'm not one to, to, to put off someone that won't agree with me. But, but look, I think the main thing is, is just to sort of appreciate that there is a lot that goes into it. And when you're starting out, it can be incredibly overwhelming, even if you are getting educated through through a podcast like ours, if you're going onto Facebook groups, if you're listening to clubhouses, if you're going on training courses as well, it can be incredibly overwhelming to get yourself kind of going and started. Um, just to finish up, I, I think we've given some ideas for people that, I mean, if you're already in the space and you're looking at new territories, I'm sure there's some, some value that's being gleaned for, from there. What's your best advice for someone who's been listening about this for three months or six months, but hasn't kind of done that next step that has some money in their back pocket. Now, of course, you're going to, you know, naturally you say, yeah, invest with us. But what, (laughs) you know, what's their best due diligence, right? What's, I want people to challenge you before they go, oh, yeah, I'm going to go and do that. What, what is, what kind of due diligence they want to do? What did, what did they do next? What do they need to consider to get themselves in? What would be the best advice to your son? or your daughter to get into this space? Uh, you know, four years ago, I would have just told you just to just to start, right? As I alluded to uh, what I just did, just going on uh, a phone call from, from a friend and you know, three weeks later being inside of, inside of uh, my first short-term rental. But uh, now I, I just tell you to, uh, to be patient. Uh, make sure you've got the right data uh, to support your decision. And I'll say it again, uh, make sure you have the right data to support your decision uh, so you can ensure that uh, when, when you do go in, uh, you'll uh, ultimately offer some value uh, to, to the market that you're, you're getting into and pr- protect your investment. Love it. Look, uh, I think we're going to wrap it up for, for there for today. Now, um, I really appreciate you coming on, um, especially so late, sharing your time with us um, and uh, folks just so you know I have seen Coach Cav in his um, military outfit I don't know if that's the way to, to call it <laughs> um, and, and he's the real deal he, he works super hard all the time um, and that's why I really do value what you do um, that you're you know it's there's no bullshit in that way so I appreciate the fact that you've given us a bit of your time uh, is there anything that the community can do for you? Well, I mean, I, I think just in general, uh, just continue to support the the, the short-term rental community with with what you're doing. Uh, certainly admire your uh, your work and and your efforts. Um, and for everybody else that that's out there uh, listening, just you know, if I can come back to to one thing, uh, data uh, before decision. And, and you'll be fine. And uh, the last thing you know, I'd say is that uh, th- there are a bunch of smart people uh, in this business that do well. Uh, and uh, access of information or information in excess uh, can be paralyzing. 
So, so find the one or two people that uh, you're comfortable with, that you trust, right? Because ultimately, uh, you're not uh, investing in, in what they're selling, but you're investing in them. Mm. Uh, so you've got to trust them. So, so find uh, that one or two uh, people, uh, and then you follow them. And then, uh, you know, uh, let everything else uh, stay on the sidelines so you can stay focused on, on your, uh, your goals. The, why my little tip to back that up by the way and it was something that just came to me right now if you are looking for a coach and if you are looking for a bit of leadership when you're getting into this space or any industry at all if you find that your mentor or the person that you follow knows the answers to absolutely everything or claims to know the answers to absolutely everything and d- is not prepared to say you know what I don't know the answer to that you, I'm going to have to refer to someone else you're in trouble I can guarantee that the person that thinks they know absolutely everything, there you're in a bit of trouble because it's impossible, right? Like I'm great with digital, I'm great with tech, I know nothing about cleaning. I could probably figure it out. I can figure everything out because I'm pretty uh, resourceful in that way. But I will tell you, I'm like, I don't know that much about these particular things. So that's mm-hmm. and so and that's when you're finding that person, you have to understand is that they won't know everything. But you're working together in partnership. And as long as you can have that kind of relationship you're pro- and you guys get along, you'll probably be able to build something quite incredible together. But that's the way it works. It's not, hey, someone just giving you all this stuff. It's just another dump of information on you. If they're saying, I know everything, here's exactly what you do. It just won't work. I can promise you that. What, what are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're exactly right. And that, that's where, you know, I, I think, you know, me and uh, my, my business partners, uh, mesh well because uh, th- there were things uh, along this journey that uh, I just didn't understand well. Uh, I had to, to uh, seek knowledge outside of uh, what I understood and even to this day uh, as you know things come up that are unique in nature that we either uh, we don't have the experience in or, or we haven't crossed that bridge uh, we, we refer folks out to, uh, to folks that we know in the industry that uh, that are experienced in, in those areas. So and I, that, and I, I've, I've, I've seen you do it as well. I've seen you, you outsource and you guys do it all the time. It's part of your business process. So, so I love it. Look, once again, thank you so much. Uh, yourspacestr.com, is that the correct address? Yes, yourspacestr.com. And your Facebook group is called? Airbnb plus Sharing Economy Live. Beautiful. Uh, those links will be in the show notes, so you can jump on and uh, get in touch and follow, uh, folks. If you are enjoying these episodes, then please share them around. Uh, please give us a like, give us a subscribe. It makes all the difference, I promise. Um, and we will catch you next week for our next show. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it, Coach Cav. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can find us at theaccommodationshow.com where you can find all the show notes, links to resources we have talked about, and transcripts from the show. I really do appreciate you listening. And if you'd like to support the show, then please subscribe, leave a comment, and share it with others.